0: Congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 EVM podcast.
1: Yes, you are.
2: This morning, I am chatting to Cloudboy. How are you doing this morning?
1: Yeah, hi, good. (laughs) Atamaria, Kansas. you Yeah, good, thank
2: you. you living the dream. Now, this morning, we are here to chat about the remastering of one of your albums. Please tell us a little bit about that.
0: Well, we first released our album Down at the End of the Garden in what was 20 years ago when we did the remastering, but now it's about 22 years ago, um, so in the, 2001 it first came out, and um, it was an album that, at the time, um, you know, was, was quite popular and and... Um, and
1: People really loved it, and oh, I should say remaster. Uh, it was originally mastered by uh, a gentleman, Angus McNaughton of Unitone Hi-Fi and so on, who did an excellent job. We we loved his master. <laughs> <And, laughs> it's not and, personal. And, and, and no, and we took a long time to make this record. We took about four years, and we sent it back to Angus several times, asking for tweaks. He was very kind and very patient with us through the whole <laughs> process. So thank yeah. you, Angus, killer. Yeah. Um. But one thing about the album
0: is that we, um, after we say so at the time, this was a CD release, so there was no streaming, no nothing, just CD is what it was. Um,
1: we got MySpace like a year later,
0: and that guy died. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bugger.
1: <laughs> just just too
2: late.
0: But but um but then um we never put it online after that, so it was pretty much um, just absent from um, digital listening, you know, online listening, and.
1: Um, Oh, there was the time in like 2011 when Under the Radar put it up for a month online <laughs> on, on, on as, as the as uh, in uh, New Zealand Music Month as the as their yeah out, that was that as was, there was kind of, the one time, of yeah. you know remember when <laughs> kind
2: so of So sick.
0: Yeah. And apart from that, it's pretty. M- it's been available sort of the the individual songs with a bunch of you know just videos online. Sort of so you could get to the songs, but then it was finally time. thought, well, 20 years is a good time to bring it back out and um, even though Angus did a fantastic job at the time I thought it could do with a polish as well and mm. so spent some time doing that and then um, Flying Unkindly agreed to re-release it for us on vinyl even so it's kind of um, sort of a nice occasion to get it about both out to the internet and have a vinyl reissue at the same time. And yeah. And on the back of that we're also now doing a tour, so just to make it an occasion.
2: Yeah. Hey, that is so exciting. And I think it's also really funny to think about, you know, the album only being released on C D at first and then in the future having it be released in sort of the dominant platform of music listening, which is streaming, and then an older You know, form of listening to music which is vinyl. That must have been the craziest feeling.
1: It was a nice loop in life with the nun because uh, 25 years ago, in 1997 or thereabouts, we put out a single with them as part of a series of. I think King Loser had one, and there were there were se- there were several in that series, and then they were bought by Warner, and then they were bought by Universal, and progressively sort of disappeared down the, into the sort of corporate vortex, and stopped yeah. really stopped being a, a, a an Aotearoa record label for a little bit there. So, um, you know, Roger got it back again eventually, which is yes. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's a really nice kind of that's that, that's a really nice leap about it, um, and. um, yeah, actually the, a a a big thank you to the Student Radio Network who played that record non stop for <laughs> about a year or two after it came out. Um yeah, and some of the commercial stations as well. Hawaki picked up um Red Rubicon, which was the single offered at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was another moment sort of in the in the in the in the in the, in the, the history of the, the record when uh Jermaine and Taika made What We Do in the Shadows and they had a Wellington soundtrack because we were were an Otipote Dunedin band from when we started in 95-6 through to uh, 8-9 when we all variously moved up to Poniki, Wellington. Um, But then we very much became part of the Wellington thing at the time, which was people like Fat Freddy's Drop and the Orchestra of Spheres getting started, and um, the Space Experimental Music Venue um, played lots of weird improvised music at the time, <laughs> which, was amazing, which was great fun. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, they decided that they wanted to have a very uh, Ponicky Wellington-focused soundtrack for that. And Mm. um, so there's the scene where the vampires are walking down Cuba Street asking to be let in. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And there's there's our song playing.
2: (laughs) 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 So sick. Like, that just speaks volumes to... How much you are all royalty here in the New Zealand music scene. When it came to remastering the album, did you have specific parts that you wanted to polish off or was it more of a general sort of sonic rebuild?
0: Well, um, Angus and his master, um, he's a bit of a dub guy, you know, and it was, it was very bottom-end heavy. Mm. Um, whereas our sort of arrangements are quite... Um, quite sort, of, um, sort of fine and acoustic and, and I just felt that the, the bottom end was just swamping the, the treble a bit much and so I just kind of dug into there and just tamed the bass a bit and um, mm. brought out um, those higher frequencies a bit more so we can hear a bit more of that stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I should just say that uh, Demania, a band leader, uh, is arriving in Dunedin uh, this evening for rehearsals, couldn't be here, so she's deputised the technical team to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Natalie. So this is, yeah. is why you get these <laughs> thrilling insights into the frequency content <laughs> of our remaster. Now,
2: I, I love hearing about that, though, and I think that we are sort of seeing ebbs and flows in how people like their music mastering these days as well. I think that, you know, back in the past it was very dubby-focused, and then it got, you know, super high-end focused, and I think now we're sort of making the return to the heavier, dubbier side of things. Was that sort of the sonic landscape at the time, or is that how you wanted the album to initially sound?
0: Probably a combination of those things, really. Um, there was more of a bottom-end focus then, yeah. <laughs> Um, there was it mm. was sort
1: of at that time when kind of like base culture in Aotearoa was really finding its feet in a range of ways. You know, the gathering was at its sort of apex, and mm. that was a real kind of focal point. There was that year we played the gathering. Um, yeah. We did an ambient set. Joe did an ambient set as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely part of the time. That was definitely part of the times. You know, and in, and in Wellington, um, there was that particular thing around. Um, I'll apologise to Trinity Roots because they don't like being called progressive reggae, but (laughs) it was all all the stuff that was happening at 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 that time around uh, roots music as well. Mm. Yeah, that that was all the thing. Yeah, Um, Mm. and I guess we were kind of we played on the same bills with a lot of uh, with a lot of those groups at the time, and we were sort of and we loved them, but we were kind of adjacent to them. So yeah, yeah, we kind of I guess we kind of. uh, uh, I hope it's not conceited to say that I like to think we had our own thing going on at the time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah,
2: yeah. I don't think that's conceited at all. I think that's just blanket true.
1: <laughs> but there's this middle aged gentleman, Neil Young, who likes to say that like streaming is kind of like having your music faxed to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what what do they I mean by that? <laughs> oh, just
1: the fidelity, you know, again yeah. about frequencies and stuff, you know, it's just it, it's 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 having the music a bit crushed mm. to a lower fidelity and then delivered to you. Probably while you're on the bus where it doesn't really matter but you Mm. know if you're listening at home um you deserve better your ears deserve better
0: hey let me dig into another um geeky thing with this mastering which is um so a really good time this is actually a really good time for remastering stuff that was done back then because back then still it was still that whole sort of volume war kind of Mm. um, thing everybody pushes it higher and higher so when it gets played on radio just super loud yeah and on and so now we don't really have that like that anymore because sort of all the streaming platforms they just you know have their whatever minus eleven minus fourteen dB kind of ceilings anyway. So it's not it's not as much of a rat race anymore. And so you can let the music breathe a bit more again, mm.
2: which
1: is which is good. Yes. Yeah. Saying that they fixed your music back to, you know, they fax music to you. Um, I mean, they do care a little bit about the fi- about the sound and the fidelity. They've obviously almost, you know, those mainstream ones have clearly entirely stopped caring about artists. So then if you believe that <laughs> Spotify is now no longer going to pay people unless they get a yeah. certain number of streams. Mm-hmm. It's called neo-feudalism, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah,
2: and the fall of Bandcamp as well. Bandcamp yeah. just yeah. been bought out.
1: Yeah, I've just joined the mailing list for a site called Amp. Wall, which is run by some metlers out of New York and promises that they are going to stay uh, forever a public benefit company. Cool. So we'll see, we'll keep, that's a good one to keep an eye on, yeah. um, all, 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 all you uh, fellow musician folks out there who are wondering what to do because the one way that you can actually earn money online. Um, uh, you know, other than getting your music synced on on Telly or whatever, is um, you know potentially about to turn evil.
2: Mm, scary <laughs> times, but sort of just circling back to the the nerdy bits of the fidelity and whatnot. I think having your music at a high quality and the opportunity to remaster it, which I think we're seeing a lot with older music at the moment, is really really exciting because it also means that you know the bigger the sound system it's played on the quality is just it's come back to life again,
1: you know? Yeah. I got the impression from chatting with you at the time, Joe, that you'd been doing some you'd been doing remasters you've been doing masters for other people and then and the sort of like it was more yeah. how about how about why don't I just do this too? You know, or well, how about I Yeah, there was f- a bunch of stuff
0: I was I was doing Cookie and the Crumbs, Cookie Brooklyn and the Crumbs with um, Mark Williams, a friend of ours from Wellington. Um, I just did an album with, also with Mark and with Bill Doreen, a a band, Ferocious, which I also played in. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I've I've been doing a bit of mastering um, for the last 20 years here and there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, absolute legend. And now, all of that. Big mastering, big mastering, big boy business is paying off because at Cloudboy are venturing on a tour. So exciting. How are you all feeling for the tour? What's the vibe?
0: Well, it's great. This is actually um, our main weekend for um, um, rehearsing for this tour. This is That's why I'm here. Um, yeah. I, I live in Wellington now. Um, Demania lives in Christchurch. Craig and Heath are still in Dunedin, so Dunedin is the natural place to come back to because it's also where the band came from. And so yeah, we're totally stoked to be back here, back in, in the old haunts and um putting putting the songs back together and it's fantastic.
2: How are you going about sort of rebuilding it? Because, you know, the the kind of way that live music was played back then versus to how it's played now, especially in, you know, cities like Dunedin, Wellington, Christchurch. live music scenes have shifted a lot. Are you taking inspiration from back then, back now, but of both?
1: Well we were all we were all involved in the beginnings of Ark Cafe, which was a really important kind of cultural thing for Otiporoti and Dunedin at the time, uh, both of our main music venues closed in the space of a year. The Crown and the Empire, and mm. we were stuffed for places to play. We did gigs in courtyards until we did a, a bunch of gigs in the courtyard until the cinema next door complained about the noise. <laughs> and you know, it was, it was it was the same stuff that we've got now <laughs> <at, at the laughs> in yeah. Dunedin. So art was. Uh, A a sort of a community experiment that was set up by our friend Elliot Young with a a crew of about kind of wider crew of about thirty of us. And that was sort of very dear to us, and we were very dear to ARC. Someone described Cloudboy as being the security code to the ARC door. (laughs) (laughs) What's (laughs) Um, the password? (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that that, that kind of, um, it was a vegetarian cafe first. It sold beer, it had live music, and it sold beer a kind of a distant third to that. Cool. Um, There were obviously very beery nights there, and one of the most popular (laughs) nights at ARC over its entire history was $2 pint night.
2: <laughs> oh, that's <Yeah>. so dangerous! <laughs> it's unimaginable now, right? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> not allowed. Um, not allowed. Not <laughs> There's allowed. a reason it doesn't um. happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um, yeah, so that that kind of um, that 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 was that was the cup upper of the venue, though. And um, so the venues that we're playing on this tour are generally community venues. Um, we're playing a Unitarian, the Unitarian Church in Auckland, we're playing the Vogelmann Hall in Wellington, we're playing loons in Christchurch, which, which is in fact the only uh, gig we're doing where you can buy a beer over the bar. We're playing Te Whare here in uh, Otipote, so... Um, yeah, they, and, and so they, these, these are generally all community spaces. Um, wooden spaces, by and large, um, kind of beautiful acoustics. Um, so, I mean, we love scungy dive bars, but <laughs> it doesn't really suit our music. So. Yeah, that's, that's really, um, we kind of, we started out as a, tip, as,
0: as a as a general kind of venue kind of band, like, like you know, sort of a pub venue kind of band, but um, because the music is quite intent and focused and Damani is quite a quiet singer that you just need to pay attention to, We kind of naturally, over sort of the time when we were active in the late 90s, early 2000s, we gravitated towards places to play where you have just audiences that are seated or just watching and you don't have a bar with clonking beer glasses in the background and all Mm. that kind of stuff. And so we kind of just, we sort of embraced art galleries and cinemas and those kinds of venues at the time. And um, both with our, when we toured down at the end of the garden first and then we had another another tour called Shape of the Land where we played with um, a a lot of old um, silent film footage from the New Zealand Film Archive at the time. And so, yeah, we kind of moved into this kind of seated audience kind of space. Mm. And that's really where we're picking up from. And I think that works, I think since then, at the time that was quite unusual maybe. And I think, Since then, that's become more of an an accepted kind of thing, just seated audiences, like, you know.
1: So, folks, if you come to one of our shows, maybe don't be surprised if uh, someone from the mixing desk gently asks you to turn off your mobile phone before you start playing.
2: <laughs> 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 All silence in the crowd, please. <laughs> I well, think I, I, I don't know
1: if you spend time on stage, Candice, but it's that thing of being filmed constantly while you play. This Scary. Is, this is, this is how, this, well, it's just, I mean, it's part and parcel if you get, now, if you get up on stage, you expect that eight people are immediately going to start filming it, you. Know? Yeah. Um, but that was definitely not the case in the 90s when no one had a phone. <laughs> there, was, there was our one friend who was filming his life with a video camera at that time and in fact he has an insurpassable archive of nineties Dunedin material. No. Um, but you know, but that was the scenario at the time and so that's you know, that's that's a big change to just generally how gigs work and what people expect at gigs and what people do at gigs. But I don't know, like I mean I'm a working musician these days and it's just it, it, it sometimes makes me grumpy.
2: Yeah, I understand. But I think it's really exciting to sort of go back to the original like performing kaupapa and just embrace the beauty in music rather than just like the full noise of music. You know this is like
1: oh, sorry I'm just gonna I'm just gonna g- g- finish my grumpy moment it's mm. like people if you phone fi- if you're filming a gig w- with your phone in the audience I see this from the stage you are blocking the view of eight people behind
2: you, <laughs> you <know>? yeah <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> Phones down people phones <laughs> down now for anybody who wants to come for a nice phoneless boogie where can people buy tickets for your tour specifically this Dunedin show. Um, all on UTR. Oh, um, under
1: under the radar, Joe. Oh, under the radar. <laughs> <Under laughs> <the> radar.
2: <laughs> got to be specific.
1: Um, yeah, so we're playing, um, actually our gigs are very soon. We're playing Oamaru. We're doing two shows uh, next weekend on the 11th and 12th of November. Then the following weekend we're in uh, Punaki Wellington and Tamaki Makara, Auckland. Um, on the 17th, 18th and now 19th we've got a second show in Auckland. Uh, then 8th of December, we're at uh, Loon's in Ohineho, Littleton, it says Christchurch, but we're in Littleton, and then we're here in Otipoti, Dunedin on Saturday the 16th of November, It's Whare a a little, little, little yeah. way away for the Dunedin show, but Oamaru was very close, and we're, we're really... Um, Really happy to be playing at the Grain Store Gallery with our old pal uh, Donna Demente, who was in fact part of our touring crew 2001 2002 because we were doing theatre shows and Donna was variously uh, our vibe Brody living statue on stage, um, s- stage and prop and production designer for things. <laughs> cool. and costumes, yeah. costumes and masks? Yes. But, but
0: yeah, that's not this time, that was the, when we did the first time when we did this album, it was quite quite a Sort of a real spectacle, mm. and we're, this time we're um, we, we we're still having um, film backings, but it's not so much about that all out kind
1: of theatrical kind of thing. Yeah, it's a film, film and music experience
2: this time. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. It sounds like it is going to be absolutely beautiful. Hey, thank you both for your time this morning and we are so so looking forward to the upcoming tour. Ooh. Yeah, thanks
0: Candice. To thank
2: yeah. <laughs> Legends. <laughs> that was Cloud Boy on their upcoming tour as well as the remastering of their album. Here is a track from the album for you. Here we uh, taster. This track is called you're so pretty. 9:24 on breakfast with Candace. Get down to that show. 16th of December here in Dunedin at Te Whare O Orukutia. Get your hands nice and grubby. It is gonna be an absolute treat. Chatting to Mermaidens at 9:30 on their self-titled album. Ooh. All killer, no filler. Only your on breakfast. Stick around. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.